Welcome back, everyone, to episode 68 of the Three Dudes Podcast. Three hosts on the screen or in your ears, no matter what you're doing. Somehow you're listening to us. Easton Bennett over here, Liam jiggling the cup on the middle, Broden doing some sort of broken uh, broken wrist wave. Waving you look like, like a French a man. Lamar from Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> L-A-M, the A and the A, the man on the mic that they call Lamar. He's got like a limp wrist. While he's throwing the javelin. I was kind of thinking more of the, the butler from Scary Movie, too. Oh, gosh. He's digging his hand in some mashed potatoes. Yeah. yeah. Is that that one? Yeah? Yep. Okay. Let me use my good hand. Yeah. My strong hand. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are filming the day after we filmed the last episode. So this is, this episode's about back a week. Back to back. Week and a half out. Yep. Back to um, back. Right now, as this is coming out, I just got back from Vegas. Really good trip. I uh, went and saw the Golden Knights game. It's awesome. Um, Our, won they won seven thousand dollars on craps. They won uh, five to two. Um, Nate Bargatze was great. Went to the win. Went to went to his uh, stand up special. That was really good. Um, yep, won a actually quite a bit of money on craps. I think eight hundred seventy bucks around there. And yeah, it's a good time. It's a good time. Just remember, if you win more than five grand, you have to split it with me and Barchi. <laughs> I think you have to be in the city to do no. that. No, no, that's <laughs> no back to you. Yeah, that is a good thing when you go to Vegas. Always pick a denomination with whoever you're with. That if we hit this over a certain amount on a slot machine, it's always got to be like a slot machine. Yeah, because be if you're chance. playing, yeah, if you're playing craps and like I a one time win. Well, when last year when you're we were working in, for it, last year when we were in Vegas and I won twenty five hundred dollars at the craps table. That was over the course of four hours. Immediately, Rudy was like, so you won over. Like, I, do we split that? And I'm like, hell no. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> that, not. That, that, that is yeah. really smart. If you're with four or five people and you win like five grand or more, then you say the winner, whoever won it, gets 50%. And the other 50% is split up split. between the rest of the group. Yeah. And you got to have everyone agree to it. And everyone should agree to it because really you're just widening your chances of winning, you know? You would be pissed if you're the guy that hits it, though. Yeah, depends. Five if, grand, like fuck me. Yeah, but Great. then if it's if you hit for like twenty grand, you're like, ah, this isn't so bad. I think it almost makes it worse. Yeah, <laughs> no. Uh, I think money. how are you? Sp- if if I hit for twenty grand, I'll give you like a couple. I think it goes. It starts here where it's really shitty, or where it's really not that bad. If you yeah. hit like twenty five hundred, it's really shitty when you get to like ten, twenty k, and then you get to like five hundred to a million. You're like, ah, whatever. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Once you, once you once you hit that. Yeah. Give it up. At what point would you not care to split it? Or you'd be happy to split it? I'd be happy to split it probably at... 20 grand. 25. I'll say 25. Dude. But even 10K, it's like 10K is awesome, but it's like... It's 10K. Well, and then you're already given, what, like a third of that back to the government? Yeah. And another third back to the casino. You do? Well, I'm gonna. Wanna keep playing? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. I was wondering, yeah, what do you... What's the first thing you can't buy? You, Let's can't you take all that home? Do, you, do they tax it? I uh, if it's a hand pay, they they make yeah, you, you fill get ta- out the tax form right over, there. Anything over twelve hundred bucks, you get taxed. Really? Yeah, that's why Barch he hit seven or eight out of nine on Kino, twenty five cent bet in one eleven ninety eleven ninety nine or something crazy. It was right below the threshold, was yeah, it not? Yeah, because it was a fifty cent bet, so he the win was twelve hundred dollars, but it was yeah. twelve ninety nine fifty. Yeah. So did he, uh, he didn't need a hand pay for that then because hand pays are over $1,200. Right. He missed it by like 50 cents. 
because of the denomination of his bet. At four in the morning, 25 cent bet. (laughs) It was awesome. My dad was pissed because (laughs) usually when my dad plays, he does $1.25 a spin on that game all the time. Yeah. And it was four in the morning, so Barch is just trying to eat up time doing 25 cents a spin and hits it. So it would have been five grand. Yeah. We had some good luck on the Kino. He now we got a piece nine. of that. <laughs> I hit two six out of sevens, but six out of seven is not nearly as much as eight out of nine. Yeah, it's crazy. So it's like a hundred bucks. But you ever played that Liam before? I don't think so. No. There's eighty ball. There's eighty numbers. Yeah. And then they just drop balls down. And it goes ding 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 ding, and it's just a random balls, and you get a pick, up to ten numbers, and however and many numbers, hits. however many numbers the balls hit, yeah. that's what you get paid out. And then do you get more picks, higher denomination? Nope, it's ten no matter what. If you're playing twenty five cents, it's five dollars. It's ten. Okay. Yeah. So like the more you pick and the more you hit, the more you get paid. Yeah. You could do pick three numbers, and then if yeah. you hit two, it's just not gonna pay as much. It only pays yeah. like a buck. Yeah. But it is it is like crack cocaine when you're looking at the screen. Oh yeah, you got a little stuff on your chin. Uh it's like crack cocaine when you're looking at the screen and you're <laughs> waiting for the noise to hit your ball. It's like ding 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 and it just changes a slight little pitch. It's a higher pitch, yeah. And then the last one is the multiplier. If you hit the last ball, it's times four. That's if you're playing power kino, not old school kino. Yeah. And it goes only power kino or regular kino. It's for old people. Yeah, you go sit there and That sounds great. I would sit Pitch black coffee and play Kino yep. for probably seven Smoke hours. Smoke a cigarette for eight hours straight. Sign Cigarettes mandatory. I think it helps you win. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could be right, dude. Yeah. I think I think there's in in certain scenarios there is good juju with smoking a cigarette. There's just a t- there is a time and a place for a cigarette. Yeah. War. Go on. Just war. Oh, it's I thought you luck. said or no war. Oh, I thought you said yeah. or too. But yeah, the war. lucky dart, like the card game. That's how Lucky Dart oh, started. Oh, that. <laughs> I thought you meant trench warfare. <laughs> yeah, I thought I was sitting <laughs> in a trench. I said, yeah, I would probably smoke <clears throat> a pack every 20 minutes if I was in a trench. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get into this week's episode. We're going to be talking about inventors and inventions. I don't know how this topic came to me, but I was like, God, what are we going to do? Because that's the hardest part about these episodes. What are we going to talk time, about? Yeah. And it just came to me. I was like, let's do inventions. I like that. Yeah. I really like that. I didn't enjoy it a little bit. So Good, because yeah. I, I, I love, I think innovation's sick. Yeah, like the what? What is the saying? Like innovation don't, is don't creativity don't. is the or necessity is like the birth of Christ. innovation or something like that. Yeah, it's something along. It's those ringing lines. a bell, but yeah, I don't it's know. Ri- it's right there. Yeah, yeah. I always heard, um, "Don't shit where you eat." Is another saying. Yeah. I always heard shit in one hand and hope in the other. See which one fills up faster. <laughs> yep. Um, so we're going to be talking about some of the famous inventors. And then at the very end, we'll kind of rip through some inventions. If you guys have some inventions of your own you want to talk about, we can. I do. I have I have <laughs> one every... I can't say I'm on the podcast. I'm going to steal them. Yep. And then uh, I'll be broke. But... <laughs> But I have... Just the thought I have, of having oh, them. Man, do I have a story for you. Oh, man. Please enlighten us. I'll do it right now. Okay. <laughs> So, I'm telling the story as I heard it. I mean, there's no harm in anything that I'm saying right now. Anyway, a coworker was telling me about this uh, concrete driver that works for whoever. He drives truck for him, and he has Asperger's or something. He's got a little something going on. Yeah. And uh, he has a pocketbook, like, 
let's say yay big. Yep. Full. Big pocket. Full. Well, he doesn't keep he doesn't keep it in his pocket. Oh. He keeps it. He wears coveralls and he keeps it in the chest, right here in his coveralls. It's never it's never away from him. And for those of you listening, Liam made the movement of a eleven by eight and a half sheet of paper that yeah. size of a pocketbook. Yeah. So he's got a notebook. Yeah. Um, think of half a sheet of paper. Okay. So, uh, and he keeps it right in his chest pocket so no one can access it except him and. That's what gangsters do. Exactly. Uh, one of the guys that was getting the concrete poured for him one day asked him, they're like, what, uh, what's up with that? And he said, it's my it's my invention book. It's like my idea book. It's like all the inventions I have. And I think my boss is stealing them from me. No, no way. <laughs> yeah, dude, this guy, this guy is fully convinced and believes that his boss has a vendetta out for his inventions. And he thinks that his, <laughs> he thinks that his boss is stealing his ideas for he these inventions. He thinks that it's his. <laughs> yes. Dude, it's like, it's crazy. And like, you, I don't think he like, I don't think he'll show anybody or anything, but he's got like all, he's apparently got this book full of inventions and ideas. And he, and he's, he's, he swears his <laughs> boss is stealing these from him. How's it, how does he think his boss is getting them? Don't know. No like idea. He's like, Secret camera inside yeah. the street. He's like pickpocketing it in yeah. his cover. Or maybe he's just then resorted to the coveralls. Are the overalls or coveralls? Uh, Whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't story. matter. But he is uh, pickpocketing him. When he's not looking, which is a hard place to not Could look. Be, exactly. Could be. I don't know. Yeah, right in front of you. <laughs> yeah. The front of your back. Yeah. <laughs> it's tough to miss. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought someone told me that story and like. I'd love to get my hands on that book. I wonder what's in there. Dude. I wonder what's I'm gonna in there. I'm going to just ask his boss. <laughs> he knows. Yeah. Uh, I th- Yeah. I like, I like the idea of carrying around a little notebook. Yeah, my brother does it sometimes. Or I hate to think he does it a lot. It's just like it's. I think they're called like it's like a book of like field notes or field something notes, like that. Yeah. yeah, and you just write whatever. Yeah, it's a little diary. Yeah, but, but which is but which is cool. Like and, and like in a sense, I think it's really cool to like if something happens to you or you think a certain way and then you jot it down and then you come back to it later on. It kind of allows you to reflect and like learn from that moment as well. Like what? How did I feel in that moment? Why was I thinking this? The problem I have with that writing it down. If I don't write it down in depth thoroughly, yeah. If I would just do like bullet points, I'll read it back and think, "What the what was the I talking about? Was I even <laughs> right now? I was like, I have no idea what this means." Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, it's gotta be like two pages yeah. explaining a full concept and idea. Um, but yeah, I, I like the idea of some field notes. Yeah. Because I was thinking today we were filming a business podcast, and not that I'm gonna pull out field notes on a podcast and start writing them down. Yeah. But he was talking, and I had this idea for a movie, like yeah. a short film. And in my head, I just completely like blanked what he was saying. So I was out of the conversation after that because I needed to remember this idea. Yeah. And then it got to when he stopped talking at that point. And I was just kind of looking around a bit and just looked at my notes and asked the next question because I had no idea how to follow up the conversation. Yeah. It's like, I need to remember this. I did. Just totally disregarded your buddy. Yeah, which is okay. He uh, he understood. Great or good. He's a filmmaker as well, so he understands. Um, one guy that I promise you has some field notes is Leonardo da Vinci. And that's going to be the first guy up on our inventors list. Sick. You guys. You guys I'm familiar. Uh, yeah, you familiar with old da Vinci? Yeah. Do you know, uh, he didn't only invent things. He was kind of a jack of all trades. Master he, of all trades. He like predicted the helicopter, didn't he? Um, Predicted it. As Prototype in, like, said it was going to happen. Yeah, but he like had a, like a he had a glider or an early like a early 
prototype. Yeah. So, um, so he's renowned for painting the Mona Lisa, obviously. So he's a painter as well. Mm-hmm. I think those guys back then were just good at all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Except well, they were like, they were scholars. Yeah. And I think we've lost that word now. Don't you we think? Have, we have entirely. Yes. Now, everybody's much more specialized. They're not as, you know. Broad. Yeah. They're not as. Scholarly. Not nearly. <laughs> Well-rounded as Bingo. the guys of days gone by. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, there, I think back then we knew so little, which allowed us to know so much. Because we knew less, the scholars were able to think and hypothesize on newer and more things. Because they weren't invented yet. We're us, we're thinking of stuff, it's like everything's kind of done, you know? Yeah. So much harder to come up with something new. I I could think of something, and this intern for NASA that's 17 years old thought of that when he was four. Yeah. But back then, think, you're like, what if we just had one of these horse and buggies? Yeah. We didn't need the horses. Boom, car. It's like, that's so easy. Mm-hmm. I can't think of a car now. It's taken. No. Yeah, what... It, what you got to be... What is a, there a, to you, think about? What, well, I mean... Exactly. What it, you got to be way out there to, like, think of something that hasn't been done yet. Because we've done so much now. But there, the mm-hmm. thing is, like, there's, always there's still more. so much more to do. Yeah, there is so It's just more complex. Discover. It's so much more complex. Now look at Elon making this uh, brain chip. Yeah, see, right. I, and it takes a madman to consider doing that. We go from the wheel to a brain chip. Like, come on, yeah. we're we're at a disadvantage here. Yeah, right. Today, you know what my invention was. You know yeah. what my invention was today. So we're talking about one guy who's thinking about implementing chips in people's brain. Today, my invention at work was: what if we put magnets on the bottom side of this tape measure so I can stick it to this and measure something over here? <laughs> That's actually not bad, though. Actually, yeah, but now that I realize it, it doesn't work because I need to know if I stick my magnet here, I need to know <laughs> what the number is on that side. Over, like, yeah, one inch. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, I think they, they make have mag- they magnetic make, tape measures. And the, the other See, end. See, exactly. I can't win. The other end is magnetic. <laughs> the end, the dummy end that you don't need yeah. is magnetic. Yeah, I have a magnet on that end. Yeah. But it's not where I need it but to be. But you get your workshop in it, which is good. I'm getting there. Yeah. Process of elimination. Yeah. You just need, now you need like a mirror attached to it so it reflects back to your side where you're holding. Yeah. Like a periscope. We should pair up because I could I could flesh out these ideas for you. We might like be, you guys the, are the we might be a lethal duo. Yeah. While you guys are in the lab, think of one where you could make a tape where the thing doesn't just flop every time you get past like six feet. Borax. <sighs> Borax. That's your solution for everything. <laughs> make I, think it you, I think that's starch. a yardstick, a long yardstick. Let's get, yeah, like six of them. Oh, what if you did the, the you know, the, uh, I, I don't know what it is, the method of the technology, you could say, of a, a slap wrist bracelet. As it's coming out of the tape, it's like hardening. It's getting hard. Like mm. those slap ruler bracelets do. You know what I'm talking about? Once you slap on your oh, wrist yeah. and they snap around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that button ruler form. Ruler form. Yeah. So a tape measure. Tape measure form, sure. Same thing. Yeah, but they both do the same thing. Yeah, but tape measures do that. They coil up inside the tape measure, and then when you stick them out... They don't get as hard as the thing, though. Yeah, but you're extending this eight feet before it finally It's got to work it's at gotta eight. Be, yeah, it's got to be hard. It's like a tape on Viagra. It's as hard as it can get. It's it's the thin metal, or else you wouldn't be able to coil it inside this tape measure. That's where you need to just be able to. All oh, right. It's almost <laughs> got to be like a chain <laughs> system. Yeah. See, now we're getting... But like there. a chain... But that'll only roll up one way, so it won't 
flex past 180 degrees. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like a bunch of hinges. If you put a bunch of hinges yeah. attached together, there you go. The hinge can only go to 180. You know what I mean? It can go like this, but it can only go flat. It's here to here for sure. I am and if you totally a, picking up dude, what you're laying down. Roden gets it. If you put a bunch of hinges back to back, we can measure from here to Missouri. <laughs> yeah. We'll know. In the air. <laughs> You'll be sitting there outside on your porch. Thousand and eight miles, <laughs> yeah. and then he's gonna he's gonna it, get it all the way. Me, out. It will not be and in my hand, you, and then you get, it'll be sitting on the ground next to me, and I'll be like, oh, thousand and eight miles, and then you get to crank it back up <laughs> yeah. and unhinge all of it. it. Takes eight weeks to get back into the yeah the spool, but yeah, it'll do. Then it's gonna get out, and Easton's gonna go. Yeah, we didn't put the magnet on that end. <laughs> yeah. Dang it! But yeah, Da Vinci had it easy. Um, he was a polymath <laughs> who conceptualized. The aerial screw, which I assume is the helicopter, and the parachute, foresights into modern aviation. His notebooks reveal intricately detailed studies of human anatomy, plants, rocks, and water flows, reflecting a deep understanding of and curiosity about the natural world. So he was just observing stuff. He's like Seinfeld, but But old. how often does innovation mimic nature? That sounded so scholarly. Thank you. I think a lot. Often. So when you think about the screw, his original helicopter. So you know the, uh, you know those trees that have those like, they're like wing looking leaves. And when they fall, they spin. Oh, yeah. I think it's you know a those? type of maple. Yeah. Dude, I used to do that with paper. You, you cut a piece of paper like this, size of your hand. Yeah. And then you cut it down here and then you put this one this way and this one this way. Oh, yeah. Do it. P- picture this. Yeah. And as it falls, it spins because yeah. the drag. You're talking more like this. Yes, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> How long has it been yeah. since you saw one of those, dude? <laughs> Open the steeple. <laughs> cool. What is that one? Wasn't there an old saying about that? Here come the people. Open the steeple. Something about there's people inside of it. You guys never did that? Do you remember this one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you. Da Vinci was ambidextrous His talents uh, extended to Writing mirror script A talent he used to protect his ideas Which was not just unique But also a testament to his desire of Privacy and maybe intellectual security Tell Asperger's to start Writing a mirror script Yeah is that uh, What is that It's when you write So we write left to right He's writing right to left And his letters are backwards Dang so That's like a mirror. Tell Asperger's. <laughs> yeah, tell it, the guy who's it, mentally it, disabled. It couldn't have been the concrete guy. <laughs> tell Asperger's. I forgot his job. <laughs> it's all right. Inventor. Tell the inventor. Tell I could the inventor there. guy. Um, but yeah, uh, I think you could do that. His boss can't read mirror script. Nobody can. Unless he had a mirror. Yeah. No, I don't know, I think it works against a mirror. It's a mirror script. I'd like, to, I'd like to workshop it. I'd like to see if you can. Um, da Vinci's relentless curiosity and innovative spirit make many consider him the, is it archetype? Archetype. Archetype, archetype of the Renaissance man. I like that. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thomas Edison. Light bulb. Light bulb. <laughs> that is his invention, yep. Uh, Thomas Edison, often dubbed the Wizard of Menlo Park. That sounds like a. That's a pretty tough name, dude. I was thinking. It's I more would like love if someone called me a wizard of something. Yeah. It sounds like how a, about the Grand Wizard? 
The Wizard of Menlo I'll Park seems like a person that's like on the loose for heinous crimes that they can't catch. Because he's a wizard. A wizard of Menlo Park. Like he keeps taking kids in Menlo Park. I don't know, man. I think he just might keep casting spells <laughs> in Menlo Park. He's got a, a cauldron over there. Yeah. He's There's like no, a he's thousand rabbits coming out of hats. He's pondering his thousand orb. hats coming out of rabbits. <laughs> shitting them out. Just sitting here. His orb. Mix it mixes in one of these once in a while. What is an orb? It's just a glass a, ball. It's, it's a it's a ball of power. <laughs> Truthfully. Touch it and you and, and it statics out to your finger. Oh, you it's like it. at the gift shops? Yeah. <laughs> That's what an orb is, huh? Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the Wizard of Menlo Park held over a thousand patents. With his phonograph and incandescent light bulb changing the course of history. You got something on an orb? Is that what you're looking at me for? Hell yeah. Let's go orb, man. I looked it up, but it's just a spherical body or a globe. Oh, lame. That's it? Yeah. yeah. But what's inside it? How does it allow you to It's to see things? Is that what it is? Yeah, what are you pondering? You, can, you, you think that's a crystal it. ball. No. And how is a crystal ball different than an orb? Eh? I'd say it's a square, rectangle, rectangle, square. I think a crystal ball is a sham. It's an orb. An orb. <laughs> an orb is the real deal. I think an a crystal is ball is an orb. An orb is not a crystal ball. An orb is a shape. Yeah. That's why planets orbit <laughs> around us, right? So That's, what about yeah, the gum in then? A circle. <laughs> <laughs> it's, they come in circular containers, don't they? No. I think they're in I don't chew orbit. thin rectangles. Well, what about the gum? Forgot about that. I hate orbit gum, by the way. I'm a five. Grade. Clean up your mouth with orbit. Isn't that how they say it? Something like that. Yeah. Or trident layers. Wow, that yeah, that made me mad too. Imagine the remember the commercials where they would pay people in trident layers? Yeah. That's Can we I mean. pay you in trident layers? Yeah. Pay me in gum. Yeah. Um, so the phonograph and incandescent light bulb changing course of history. He also made significant improvements to the telegraph and the telephone. Uh, we're going to get into it, but my uh, great uncle made the telephone. Fun fact. Really? Yep. You know his name? Alexander Graham Bell. Yep. Crazy. I'm not going to like say That's your great uncle? Yep. Well, more than one great. He's great, a great, 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 great uncle. Yeah. When was he alive? Um, I can get there if you want me to. Uh, Hold on. No, I got it on here. Oh, you do? Um, Yep. Uh, nope, I don't. Nathan? I actually don't even have Alexander Graham Bell on here. Nathan? Was in the so I was going through a couple of renditions of the notes, and he didn't make the cut, which is crazy. I should have put him on here. We'll mix it. We're putting him in right now. I want to say it was like 1817. 1847. He was 47. born and died August 2nd, 1922. He died in 1922. Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right here. Uh, the telephone. Bell's 1876 device now fits in our pockets and does infinitely more than make calls, which might have him questioning if it's still a primary if it's still primarily a phone. Yeah, so I did have just shortened his a little bit. 1876. That's not that long ago. Our phones are less phone now than ever. Yeah. When do you ever? You probably make more phone calls than the average male, but uh, I had it's sel- it's seldom I make a phone call. Yeah. I hate talking on the phone. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've I heard like your I've heard your voicemail over so four hundred times. I hate yeah. it so much. Yeah. I can't stand your you voicemail, just, dude. You just gotta what does it, it say? 
It's just terrible, I'm, dude. I'm Broden, and I'm dude. It's not like you. It's like you. It's call. like you made it when you like just woke up. Yeah, and that and that just probably years old. Roden. I know, dude. Change it. You're supposed to be a grown man. Now. Let's get it on have, the show. Have a serious. Yeah, you know what? You got your phone. Call him. Don't answer. <laughs> I, don't answer it. <laughs> I'm answering it if it's that bad. <laughs> no, We're that's insane. If I just deny it right away, will it? Yeah, pull you just up? just hit the lock. Screen. I'm gonna let it ring as long as I possibly can. You're, <laughs> you're a fool, man. You gotta get it up next to the mic, Liam. Ready? Your call has been forwarded to voicemail. The person you're trying to reach is not available. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up. No, it's because oh, wow. you screened me. You got to let it ring. Oh, do you? Yeah. Because it said the person has not. Oh, uh, we blue balled you guys. Ah, just kidding. So now I have to let it go all the way? That's what I just told you. Good grief. Alexander Graham Bell was born in 1947. A little voiceover. <laughs> and now... 18. The person you're trying to reach is not available. At the tone, please record your message. It's going to do the when same thing. When you have thing. finished recording, you may hang up. Fuck oh. you. <laughs> you deleted it. What's no, I haven't coming? touched it. Where is it? I, I don't know, man. I don't ever call myself. I so. want the old one. Do I have to like, like reset hey. it up? I'll do it no, after like, the show. Hey, I'm Broden. I just woke up. Hey. Uh, hey. I did see your call. I just didn't want to answer it because I don't like calling oh, on the phone. I probably saw your call. Anyway, we'll we'll say that if you're an adult and you have responsibilities, have a real voicemail. Yeah, I got to redo mine. Mine's been a while since I've done it. I could probably redo mine. Yeah. Um. All right. Edison's persistence was legendary. He's quoted as saying, I have not failed. I've just found 10,000 ways that won't work. It's a good way to go about life. Respect that. What happens when you run out of time? Then you never found the way that worked. Dead. Well, he yeah, that's okay. He just found a lot of ways that didn't. So then he can present the next them to guy. guys. I look at all these. Ways don't that do didn't. this. Don't do them like I did. Yeah, yeah. Don't, do, don't this. do these. I already, I already, I already test stress tested these ones for you. Uh, his approach to failure and experimentation helped forge the path of modern invention and entrepreneurship. His establishment of the first industrial research laboratory set a new standard for scientific and technological development. What a guy. I always thought he was a president. What? I always thought he was a president growing up. I thought he was the dude that like stole a bunch of shit from Tesla. You got Tesla You're thinking about Nikola Tesla. Who are we talking about? Nikola. Uh, Thomas Edison. Oh. I get him mixed up with like John Adams. I think they're around the same. I, I bet they're not. I always at all. get them mixed up with Ben Franklin. Hundred percent, they're not at all. Because if Thomas Edison was after, didn't we have a president that was Alexander or something? No. Um, there's no Alexander. Who's the really shitty one? Alexander Hamilton. He's on the ten dollar bill, but he was never a president. Uh, who's the really? Who's the president from Old Hickory? That is not Old Hickory, Old Hickory Tennessee, and he's not Andrew Jackson. That's what I was thinking of. Oh. Yeah. He's the seventh president. Seventh. You know that? Could you go all 40? You no. think 44, 45? No. How many could you get, you think? For starting from one in a row? Yeah. Three. Go. George Washington, John Adams, and Thomas Jefferson. Was he the third, Jefferson? Yeah. Where does John Quincy Adams come in? He's like number six. Really? Imagine being John Adams and then you can't even go. 16? Yeah, he's down the road. Hmm. You could tell me a president's name, I'll guess, and be within. <laughs> Garfield. 
24. Nathan? Did we do a president's episode? I think we did. Yeah, right? we did do we a president's episode. Because I pushed episode. for it, remember? Oh, you, like, I want to well, do the president's. Yeah, you just had to do the notes for it. Uh, I feel like we had to know that. Lou Garfield. Lou Garfield. That's related <laughs> to Lou Gehrig. <laughs> What'd you guess, Jordan? Well, I guess 24 or 23. 26. It's 20. 24. Yeah. Hey, give or take, though. You're close. Obama. 44. Wrong. Dang. Is he 44? Donald Trump's 45. Really? Oh, I Respect thought Trump was that. 44. Hmm. I don't even know. I couldn't name half. I don't yeah, think me either. Not a clue. We just named, what, five or six? I could maybe name half. No way I'm getting 30, though. No. I'm going to do that quiz after this, see how many I can get. Um. All right, let's talk about Hedy Lamar. Familiar? Nope. Hedy Lamar? Hedy Lamar, yeah. How do you spell that? Sounds like a Each. bandit. Sounds like a bank robber. <laughs> yeah, like Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> Be on the watch, eh? Hedy <laughs> Lamar is coming to your city. He's going to steal all your money. Uh, H-E-D-Y. L-A-M-A-R-R. All right. What did he do? Hedy. Well, it's a she. Oh. What did she do? Uh, Didn't think there were going to be any she's on this list. (laughs) Well, Hedy Lamar. (laughs) Just kidding. They're important sometimes. Enchanted uh, audiences on screen. Off screen, she was a self-taught inventor. Together with composer George Antheil, she developed a frequency hopping signal to prevent the interception of military communications, which became a building block for modern spread spectrum communication. So she invented the thing that helps us intercept Military stuff. Frequencies. Yes. Sick. So when the Russians are saying, this is Russia. <laughs> yeah. We, we catch it. We we know. Yeah, from her. That's we think. Yeah, we got to thank her for that. Um, Lamar's passions for inventing was fueled by her desire to contribute uh, to the Allied war effort during World War II. So she's like, I got to figure out how to intercept these fucking messages. That's huge. Yeah. That That so is essentially us... Winning, winning or losing the war. the war. Yeah. Yeah. So shouts out Hetty. Yeah. I think that's actually what it says right here. Um, oh, no. Despite her significant contributions, her technological prowess remained largely unrecognized during her lifetime. Her innovative spirit was at odds with the time's gender norms, paving the way for future generations of women in STEM. What does STEM stand for? Science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> What is up with you? You don't remember that? I could have got Why it. would I I couldn't have got that? it that fast if I had a couple seconds to think about it. I wouldn't have. Speaking of that, <laughs> speaking of speaking of women in STEM though, uh shout out to that one chick that worked for NASA that wrote the entire code for launching the rocket into space really? by hand. By hand. Yeah, wrote the entire code for how to put that thing on the moon and cuz the she, computer's like messed up. Yeah, when she got done, the stack of papers for the code was Almost as tall as her. What if you miss a sheet? Dead. What if what what if you miss a single up. letter? Blows up. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, That's insane. insane. Is she not on the list? No. Nathan, look what up. What did she invent? Nathan, Nathan, look up a woman who worked for NASA who hand-coded the rocket launch. Did you guys ever watch the show Brad Meltzer's Decoded? No. Sounds familiar. It's awesome. Was it a history channel? Yep. Yeah. Did you guys, speaking of that, Ever catch uh, Ned's Declassified School Survivor? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty much the same. Not history. <laughs> oh, not even close. Go ahead. Was. Margaret Hamilton. Margaret Hamilton. Go on. Is there a little description about her? 
uh, as a lead programmer for NASA's Apollo guidance program. She not only created programs that could lead to a spacecraft to the moon and back, but also ensured that when things went wrong, the mission would still be a success. Sick. Shout out Margaret Hamilton. That's a, yeah. And Margaret Thatcher. Yeah. Yeah, she wrote some things. Not code, but... No. Good for her, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, she tried. Shout out to the women on this episode now that we're on the banter about it. Yeah. Who was the Underground Railroad girl? Harriet Tubman. Scary Tubman. Oh, yes. Harriet Tubman. I get it. Who's Margaret Thatcher, the judge? She's a... I thought she was a, a author. Yeah, definitely could be an author. I don't know. <laughs> um, that's crazy, dude. The whole size of her freaking body. Yeah, can you pull up that picture? Actually, now that we're talking about it, and then we'll timestamp it, put it up here. Yeah, that'd be good. Of what? Uh, NASA code. Just paper type. Stack. Yeah, type in whatever her name, Margaret Hamilton, next to her code. Dear God, are you there? It's me, Margaret. That's a kids' book. What? Dear God, are you there? It's me, Margaret. The I've t- never heard of that in my life. The Torlet. <laughs> <laughs> Why do old people, especially Margaret, say, oh, man, look at that picture. That's <laughs> all handwritten. Yeah. Timestamp that for the people yeah. watching. That is to put one rocket to moon. To moon. <laughs> and, and Rocket to moon, rocket back from I don't moon. even yeah. think if you would take all the things that I have written by hand in the course of my life and stack them up, that it would It'd be equal. a fraction of that. Yeah. And the fraction is less than one sixteenth. <laughs> so what do they do with that after they have it? Like the like the boss looks and they're like, cool, you got it. Then what do they do? <laughs> then they enter That's it into it. the the calculations on the, the computer for the launch. Yeah. So she, yeah, typing. She couldn't have just like done that. I feel like writing is a, a, a step they could have skipped. Apparently not. They right? couldn't skip it. They figured that one out. Just cool. Yeah, they wanted that picture. Like, we're going to get a bomb-ass picture from this. She's what like, if she's actually, what if she's only like like two feet tall or something? It's not <laughs> yeah. even that impressive. She's a little a person. <laughs> yeah. How different we are. <laughs> You'll um, never really know. Yeah. Um, Nikola Tesla. Is it Nikola? Nikola? Nikola. Okay. Nikola Tesla. Tesla's fascination with the number three may have bordered on the obsessive. He felt compelled to walk around a block three times before entering a building and would only stay in hotel rooms with numbers divisible by three. Do you so know this he, guy was... Do you know what he invented? Uh, electricity. Kind of. Um, development of the AC electrical system and the Tesla coil were fundamental to our understanding and use of electricity. So kind of. Yep. Um, yep. The compulsion of his obsession with three likely stemmed from his deep-seated superstitions and almost mystical belief in the significance of numbers. Yeah, I've looked into Tesla a little bit because he's got some crazy, like, stories about him that, like, kind of go under the rug a little bit. But uh, he believed that 369, like, that combination was, like, the code to crack in the universe. Like, that was, like, almost kind of like a harmony of everything. Like, that's how everything in the universe harmonized naturally was in that combination of 369. And there's a whole conspiracy about, like, how he, like he figured out interdimensional stuff and, like, was killed by the FBI. And it's pretty interesting to look at. It's insane. Then then they classified a bunch of his his personal notebooks and stuff like that. 
And he's a weird looking fuck too. It looks like he'd yes. be thinking that stuff. <laughs> it looked like he'd be thinking that stuff. <laughs> Show me a picture of him. I don't even know. Is Dude. he is he goofy looking? Picture. What do you he's think he looks bit. like? Before he shows you, what do you think he looks like? Uh, have you ever you know the uh, Disney movie Atlantis? No, not. For yep, me. I know what with character the, you're thinking yeah, of, with and that, you're kind of close. Yeah, with that hot girl that <laughs> that <laughs> if, if she's if she's legal. <laughs> uh, yeah, you slap a pair of glasses on him. He definitely he's went to Atlantis. Yeah, he he looks a, he looks like he's hiding some stuff in his sleeve, doesn't he? Yeah, that's that's. You I don't tr- I don't trust that mustache. That's one of those mustaches where it's like this guy's conniving yeah. something. Yeah, because it's like it's I right. It's, it's, you conniving son of a bitch. Yeah, that's what I want to. It's right in the middle of being like a sick, like nice, like Raleigh finger mustache. <laughs> yeah, see, that's what I'm. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. You slap some glasses on there and shave that mustache. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it does look like he's bordering on like, are you a good guy or a bad guy? We don't quite know. Yeah, and I'm, I feel I'm like, a bad guy. I feel like he invented that stuff, and he wasn't he wasn't inventing it for the greater good, and it just happened to help the greater good. Yeah, he was trying to do some bad shit. Yeah, and then he didn't. And he wanted to like, take well, over let's the just world. Use stuff. Yeah, I think I'm gonna side with Tesla against you two. Really? Yeah. Third. What is Tesla's side? Yeah, what is that? That's the side that he was doing it for the greater good, and he figured it out. Did you tell that? <laughs> 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 yeah. Easy. Well, um, I can't say that on the microphone, but hey, wow! Probably I mean, I could. Um, yeah, I just don't like to. We need both sides, you know. That's how debates and arguments happen. That's fair. Yeah, that's how some people get killed. Nicola. Um, Tesla envisioned a future with wireless communication and power transmission, a vision that has only partly been realized even today. Despite his contributions, Tesla died impoverished and relatively unrecognized. His work only fully appreciated posthumously. Posthumously. Is it? Posthumously. Yeah. That means after you're dead. Posthumously. No. Posthumously. Well, yeah, I know now that you're saying that, but yeah. So when someone gives you like a, a posthumous name, it's a name that's given to you after you're dead. Bastard. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I think that would just be just mean. Just be bastard. A, you just didn't like he him. He sure was a bastard. You just start talking like a pirate for some reason. Uh-oh. Yeah. Are we diving into our new segment? <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, gosh. Read this next segment as a he pirate. Know, he gets to be the director. It's mine and yours turn. Oh. Read this next segment no! as a pirate. <laughs> And then I get to do one for you. No, like you have to come up with a scene for both of us to act in. Yes. Okay. So let's read the next one and I'll give you a scene. I'll think about it as I read it. Okay. Fair. Yep. Yep. Um, So Marie Curie. Familiar? The radiation chick. The the food. (laughs) Thai fish curry. Yeah. (laughs) Stephen Curry. Oh. Jumper. I was thinking of uh, the chick that helps you organize your house on Netflix. Huh? What? Marie Kondo or something? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, what are that you, sounds what? like something that's more up what? your alley. What? As yeah, far dude, as it's awesome. Are you on HGTV? What are you talking dude, about? Don't is it an HGTV? No, HGTV is all right. There's some good ones. Property yeah, Brothers, right. House Hunters. No and mm. no. Love it or list it. Chip and Joanna Gaines, man. Oaks. You just like Joanna. No, I think they do <gasps> some crazy shit. Yeah. Ooh. Chip and Joanna? Yeah, Chip mostly. <laughs> Chip. <laughs> Chip, man. What a name. Chip uh, Skylark. 
<laughs> what, what is chip short for? Chipper? Chipper. <laughs> hey. Chippathy. Uh, one, of my, one of my old family friends, uh, his nickname was Chippy. He was the coolest dude. He was the coolest guy ever. We knew a guy in high school named Chippy, didn't we? Yeah. No. We did? <laughs> Say what? Dude, my dad has this friend named Clay, and he, we were watching the <laughs> Super Bowl one time, and we threw a Dorito from across the room so he could catch it in his mouth. Caught the Dorito in his mouth, started choking on it, and like almost <laughs> died, so we call him Chip now. <laughs> That's so That's good. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. That is great. What's Chip short for, Nathan? Uh, Charles or Christopher. Really? Hmm. That's what it says. Christopher. Well, Christopher gets Chris and Charles gets Chuck. Hmm. Chuck. Why do they both get Chip? Chip's cool, dude. Shitty nickname. Um, all right. So Marie Curie, uh, her research was not only pioneering in the field of radioactivity, but also conducted under challenging conditions. She often worked in makeshift labs with limited equipment, facing constant health risks due to radiation exposure, which was not well understood at the time. All right, here's the scene. I, I was listening to you read that, and I go, how the hell are the we The whole time I was thinking this? about the scene. Yeah. yeah. So the scene is you are in a radioactive lab. It's makeshift, so it's thrown together pretty quickly, okay? Uh-huh. Uh, there's stuff hanging from the ceiling that shouldn't be. Broden, you're Marie Curry, okay? You're leading the lab. What kind of accent do you think Marie Curry had? Where, where is she, she born? Yeah. Um, let's get you on the, on the Nathan, researcher. Nathan, you- where is Marie Curry from? Um, that'll give us Broden's accent. Uh, so you're going to be the leader of the lab. Shit's going a little bit awry. Uh, mm-hmm. There's health risks due to radiation exposure. Uh-huh. And then you are her assistant, but a pirate. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> God. Warsaw, Poland. Polish? <laughs> what do Polish people sound like? Can you pull up? Uh, go. I think they have a lot of English Irish. to Polish on Google Translate and then type in... Uh, Hi, I love cheeseburgers or something like that. And then play it in the Polish. This is good. So we have Polish Marie Curry and her pirate assistant. Radioactive. In a radioactive makeshift lab. Just give Nathan a second here. All right. If I Does Polish speak English? Do Pol... Yeah, I think the Poles can speak it. Because if I put it into the Polish language, it'll just translate it into Polish. Um, just, just, uh, type in, what does a Polish accent sound like? Just type in Polish accent. It'll pop up. Um, I gotta, I don't know like even what Polish sounds like as a language. Is it, isn't it close to, it's gotta be kind of like German, Russian. I think it's like a, (laughs) it's where the war saw is. It's like all years though. Yeah. The (laughs) war saw. It's where the war saws. Yeah. The war saw. saw Poland. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's what Germans invaded. Yeah. That was like the first one they went after. Yeah, Germany. Yeah, for their accent. They they went, they had a tear there for a while. You got to put it up to the mic. We can't hear it. Can you do it? I'm still trying, I'm trying to find it. Oh, Can okay. you do a dude's voice? No, it's got to be a chick. It's, oh, yeah, yeah it's a true. chick's voice. Yeah. But it'd be more applicable to you to hear it in a guy's voice because you're I have to try and do a no, high-pitched no, no. one. Yeah. I guess. Uh, whatever. Do whatever you want. All right, I'm giving this 10 seconds, and then you're on your own, man. Throwing the wolves. I didn't get no French accent. I just had to guess from memory. Everyone knows French. No, yeah, I didn't. Uh, parlez-vous français? All you had to do was be like, "I do not have the croissant." <laughs> See, I got a bad one. You guys got to give me an easy one. The crepes. What do you mean? This is a no good crepes. segment we're introducing into the show. Uh, Every week, we the note guy gets to create a scene. That is, yeah, that is something. Yeah, this is gonna be. 
tough. Nathan, all right, okay, I'm just going to go for it. You got it? Hang on. What yeah, it, I, I, I can't got? find anything. No, okay. You can't find anything. It's a Polish I accent. Well, I look up Polish accents, and it's just videos on, like, teaching you how to do a Polish accent. Yeah, perfect. Like, switch out your THs no, that's for the what, P. Like, it's just, like, giving you a demonstration. Switch out my THs for what? I don't know. Oh. I, I looked at it. I was going to try seconds. and use it. All right, uh, so you're a pirate. I'm and a, is he an English pirate? Or is he a Polish pirate? He's I'm English. a pirate, dude. I'm just yeah. a pirate. And I'll give you the scene. I'm going to do some sound effects. Things are going off, and they say, something just broke down, and go. Hurry, this way. (laughs) We have to get out of here. Oh, watch your head. There is shit falling from the ceiling. (laughs) Maria, this scurvy. Do not touch that. It is radioactive. (laughs) (laughs) Maria, me treasure is back in the lab. It is not worth it now. We must leave Maria, before it blows. Me doubloons, Maria. <laughs> we go. We have to go back. Uh, who's, who's the locker? Who's Davy Jones locker. <laughs> it is not worth it now. It is all going to fall into me. scurvy. If we do not leave, it is radiation poisoning and we will forever be dead. Why do you sound like <laughs> Pistachio Disguisey from <laughs> Master of Disguise? <laughs> Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? Pistachio. <laughs> oh my god. Who <laughs> <laughs> said me Baron Treasure? He's back in balloons. the lab. Meet the balloons. Meet the balloons in Davy Jones' locker. Oh god. Damn. Is that the end of the scene? This, yeah. <laughs> What were your sound effects? Yeah, <laughs> I was laughing. <laughs> I knew. I he was started like, with the sound effects. Like, ear, ear. That was yeah. the alarms. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then I I lowered them oh, and then let the voices <laughs> take over. Ch- oh my change. god, this could be the greatest part of the show moving forward. <laughs> oh my god, that's. Funny. I don't know why I felt like I was supposed to be shivering that whole time, <laughs> but I'm not sure why. Poland. <laughs> yeah, man, must have been. It's cold over there. God. <laughs> It's brutal out here, man. That was good. <laughs> I could just tell Liam was ready for his part. <laughs> Road kept going. And well, I, like, I had two lines yeah. loaded because I don't know what else pirates say. <laughs> Scurvy. I think. Scurvy. <laughs> yeah. oh, God. God damn, that was awesome. Oh. I can't wait for next week. Oh, fuck. Oh, man. Yeah. You get to direct it. See. And him doing these like, scenes I feel is like the I, best. I can act. I just don't know. I'm just so bad with the accents. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best part. Did someone Did just somebody? shit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> Hold the phone, Alexander. Mr. Bell. Mr. Bell. You, did you break wind? <laughs> that might have been, that might have been on his first phone call, dude. <laughs> Prank call, first phone call. Can uh, you hear me? Can you hear me? <laughs> He goes, yeah, it works. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> just a little anal cough. Yeah. Might have been, dude. <laughs> little butt music. Did you little, just grease him? Uh, little purse cough? <laughs> Never know, dude. Oh, gosh. He's All actually right. presenting it to, like, the town. He's like, guys, we can now hear each other's farts by not being by each other. <laughs> this this yeah. saves so much time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. You know what? And now, you, now that the you mentioned that. The townspeople are like, what if we just talked to do it? We could talk to each other. No, that's dumb. That's no. dumb. No, it's hey, a farty talkie. Think about this, though. <laughs> think about this. 
when we think about history and going back then, we think of these amazing people and we think about their inventions. We think about their miserable day-to-day life if it was this and that. But we don't think about them far. We never consider like they probably lived just regular day-to-day lives like us. Uh-huh. Like, like well, they probably met up with their buddies and one of them probably farted and they all laughed. But this God, was in the true. 1700s. Yeah, one was farting invented. When was farting funny? I don't think Stephen Hawking did much of that. <laughs> farting? Or laughing? I want to go <laughs> to the island. Ha. Ha. <laughs> I uh, what, yeah, I guess they did fart back then. They would have to. But was it funny back then? Well, that's a good question. I, think, I can't imagine I think a world, world to be. Dude. Can't imagine a world where farting's not exactly, fun. dude. Farting's I don't want to live in that world. Exactly. There's probably a world where they got killed for it. Witches, yeah. French yeah. Revolution. Man, let me tell you, my girlfriend would be burned at the stake. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> farts like my girlfriend. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Quite. What's yeah, worse? Quite the, the noise or the smell? It's both. The combo. They're both pretty the one, funny. One-two punch. They usually don't smell the combo, but it's always it's always really funny. Because I know I know when she farts because we'll be laying there and then her she'll go and just tense up and like force it and I go you're gonna hurt yourself stop <laughs> and she go and I, I can feel it just force it I go stop doing yeah. that the push you gotta let it come natural yeah I let it just gotta, fall out yeah to just let it yeah sometimes it dribbles out sometimes yeah. if I want to let it just bounce off the high school. Desk chair. <laughs> Remember that when you yep. used to lean you back could, a little bit and you go and you would just it had a mega you could let out some loaded yeah. grillers off those oh. things. What are <laughs> grillers? Oh. <laughs> what do you got for us, Nathan? I was just looking it up and uh, I found out that the deadliest fart in history killed ten thousand people. What? What? Yeah. How? It was in the Bible and it was talking about <laughs> a uh, anti-Semitic Roman soldier who dropped trowel before a crowd of Jewish Jews celebrating Passover. He just crop dusted a bunch of Jews. Yeah. And they died? Yeah. Had to. What did he eat? Must have been pork. <laughs> Had to have been bad. <laughs> Come on. Uh, That's. Yeah. I was having oh. this conversation with my dad, actually. Where do you guys, I'll take your thoughts on this. Crop dusting. Where did that come from? Do you think it's just Midwestern? Because planes fly over crops and spray. Yeah, what do they call I it I think it's got to be from. Do you crop dust in Atlanta? You have to. I think it started know, Midwest man. and went worldwide. You think so? Because what, like what a perfect name for that thing. You that know what I mean? It truly, truly. But it probably wouldn't make sense if they're not crop dusting. Um, like, well, there's farms everywhere. Yeah, are there? There's Just different in types in of in farms. A, not in, in Atlanta? Yeah, there's peach farms. Who's farming them? Oh. I mean, you don't call them farms, but... <laughs> You don't call them employees. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, anyway, Tim Bern- Berners-Lee. Tim Berners-Lee. Is that who it is? I don't know. No, it's Tim Berners-Lee's. Tim Berner. Tim Berners-Lee's what? Tim Berners-Lee invented the World Wide Web. Berners-Lee. Berners-Lee. I don't even know her. The wor- hyphen. <laughs> uh, World Wide Web. Internet. WWW. I think they're the same, yeah? Unless he just invented those three letters. The World Wide Web? Yeah. That's what WWW stands for. Yeah. HTTPS. What is that? We Luckily, we have Nathan back. And yeah, last week was hard us. doing our own research. This You're yeah. an influential part of this podcast. Yeah, we don't ever realize that we really need you until you're gone. Yeah. Appreciate that. Hypertext Transfer Protocol Secure. 
lame. You're kind of like uh, <laughs> dumb. <laughs> anyway, you're kind of like a strep throat. You know, when we don't have a strep throat and a sore throat, life's good. And then yeah. we have it. And like, I miss swallowing. Sucks. I miss having a good throat. Yeah, that's really weird. On Friday, I was going on, or on Thursday, I was going on to Newtown with a coworker, and he was just grumpy. And I was just trying to cheer him up, turn up the radio, you know, getting some tunes going. I'm like, dude, why are you so grumpy? He's like, it's just a not a good day. And he's, I'm like, why is it not? He's like, give me one reason why it is a good day. And I'm like, you know those days you wake up and your throat hurts? <laughs> you don't and, have And the only there. thing you can think of is like, I just wish that I could just not feel my throat. You know, because you never notice it when, like right now, your throat doesn't you hurt. You take your throat for granted. Yeah. I'd say imagine someone cut your dick off this morning. And then that's your already, li- you're already living a better day. Yeah, it's a good day. <laughs> No, not on board with that one. That's pretty far fetched. Well, are we being practical or are we giving them real? Somebody's reasons? always got it worse. Somebody got their dick cut off that morning. Yeah, and you didn't. So. Seen that video of that guy in that moped? And he crashes into that fence, gets his dick ripped off. Oh yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Hard pass. I remember that. Uh, so anyway, Tim Berners Lee. Uh. What do we got here? Tim Berners-Lee invented World Wide Web. He didn't seek patents or royalties, but instead made it freely available, ensuring that the web could be a universal medium for sharing information. This He's guy great. might be the best on the list here. Yeah, that's, that dude, A1, dude. Yeah. Appreciate uh, that. His current project, Solid, aims to reshape the web, giving users control over their personal data. Is he still alive? Yeah, well, I suppose the internet was made in 1990-something? 19... Early 90s? Fair. I I want to say it was earlier than that for some reason. I want to say late 80s. I always thought it was like 98, but I think it was earlier. What do you got? 83. Damn. January 1st. January 1st it was invented? They had to just well, this says slap here, a date on that. W- look up ARPANET. A-R-P-A-N-E-T. Because this on the internet here says ARPANET's late 1960s transformation into, oh, excuse me, into today's internet means we can't imagine life. Without cat videos and instant memes. What I have is, like, in 1983 is, like, considered the official birthday of the internet because before that, there wasn't a singular common way that all the computers basically okay. communicated with each gotcha. other. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so, Berners-Lee continued passion for an open and accessible internet reflects his commitment to the original ethos of the web. The transformative power of the web has been both positive and negative. And Berners-Lee has been outspoken about the need for ethical stewardship of the internet. He's a buzzkill. Mm-hmm. Elon's biggest rival. Yeah. I don't know how. Why? Well, because Elon bought Twitter and yeah. made it X because he wanted to pretty much abolish oh. all the guidelines and everything. You're talking about the stewardship, yeah. Yeah, free speech and okay. all that, whatever. All right, we're going to go over some uh, some inventions. The printing press. Johannes Gutenberg. Yep. That is 100% correct. <laughs> God, I can't stand Just you, Just pulls it out. Johannes yeah. Gutenberg. Yes, right? Oh, of course. Mr. The Gutenberg. printing press. Yeah. Yes. What a dork. <laughs> how, do you, how do you know that? Broden or Gutenberg? Both. <laughs> I'd love to print more of these. Okay, nerd. Have fun. Uh, so Gutenberg's 1440 invention spurred mass communication by making books affordable. A far cry from today's tweets that go viral in seconds. That's crazy. Now, books are, like, not affordable. Books cost a lot of money now. It's relative, yeah. We went backwards. What What would Mr. Gutenberg say? About books? Yeah, say today. Bullocks. The price of them. Bullocks. Yeah. 
Gosh darn. Yeah. He'd say, at least Broden remembered my name. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Dude, I wonder how many... Dude, if you put Broden in a group of a thousand people, 10,000 people, how many people would know that? I think even just... Like I, I would less. like to do a survey. Just a question. Yeah. We find a hundred people mine out and say, who invented the printing press? And how many would say Johannes Gutenberg? Dude, and not even a multiple choice answer. Fella pulled that off the top of his head. (laughs) Yeah, it's not like I was saying A, Leonardo da Vinci. Yeah. Yeah. B. You gotta gotta find a way for people to not look it up on the internet. Like you have to do flyers. No, you have to do, I'm standing in front of your face and I say, who who is Are you going to go to the mall and be like, sure could. I'm going to do it over the course of three weeks. Everywhere I go, if there's people, like if I go to the bar and I see 30 people there, I'm like, boom, 30 off the list. And then in your notes app, you'll write a, Check mark for one person knew it. And I'm going to write the answers because I think they're going to be in some interesting ones. Yeah. That too. Yeah. And then put it into a spreadsheet and see what the votes are. Yeah. And I guarantee Johannes Gutenberg, <laughs> I guarantee less than 10%, 10% of people. Less than five. Yeah. Easily. Did you not know that? No. Could you not tell by how poor <laughs> that was by your answer yeah. that I didn't know who that was? <laughs> Johannes Gutenberg? First of all, that How do just, you not remember that name? First of all, Johannes just sounds like someone who makes music. Gutenberg just sounds like you're saying hi in that one language. German? Yes. <laughs> in that one Gutenberg. <laughs> yeah. Gutenberg. So. Yeah, I would not have got it if I didn't have the notes. Exactly. How do you know that? Exactly. See, that's what floors me. How do I know it? You just got to remember. I just, somebody told it to me a bunch of times in high school. A bunch of times. And you thought it <laughs> was, pinned you thought it was like that. Gutenberg, Gutenberg, yeah. Gutenberg, Gutenberg. <laughs> you thought I'll it was never that forget important? this. Because like people tell me things. Nothing I think is that important. Exactly. But That's what I have that sudden realization where it's like, okay, I'm not going to have to remember this a week from now. I don't give a shit what you tell I don't me think, now. Yeah, no, it, it's just. It's so cool to know stuff like that, though, I think. I can just it's put f- stuff in my brain. The man. guy could flex. And it's like it's a weird flex because it's not like I know it's not it doesn't make you want to hump them, but yeah, <laughs> but it's kind of just like, it's like I would love to just just put you in a just tank and talk. yeah, <laughs> I'd love to just <laughs> study you. Love to study. <laughs> I'd love I'm, to ask. I'm an amoeba cell. Yeah, <laughs> under a microscope. I'd love to study you. <laughs> Can I take you for a week? I'd love to ask you more questions about why do you know this? <laughs> I'd love to study you. Imagine you are having a conversation with a person at a coffee shop, and very interesting, and you pull up the line. I'd, I'd, lo- love, I'd love to, to just study, study you. <laughs> How funny would that be and how off-putting that would be for the receiver? Incredibly. If someone said they wanted uh, to study me, I'd look at How weird that would it be if they were like, Let, let's do it. Yeah. Please. I feel like they're wearing a pea coat and they're like, <laughs> they have to be. I'd love to just study you. It's like, well, how do you even answer that? <laughs> I'd say, how? <laughs> just first you in a tank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Butt naked, cords attached to your body. I'd say, uh, yeah, maybe. Physically and mentally. Si- yeah. I consider it, yeah. I'd consider it. Oh, God. Hell yeah. Um, all right, Broden. Study away, well, man. Well, now we're just going to go on. You try to guess the names now. See how many you know. The Pet Rock. This one I know you don't know. The Pet Rock? Some two-year-old kid. What do you mean, nope. the Pet Rock? Can you elaborate on that a little more? Yeah, you might have to do some research here, Nathan. I got a little bit, but the Pet Rock... Uh, Gary Dahl convinced the world in 1975 that even a rock could be a low-maintenance pet, a testament to the power of marketing over common sense. 
he would sell a rock in a box, a little box about yay big, mm-hmm. probably a little bit bigger than a Rubik's cube, and it just said the pet rock on it. What's the question? People bought it. So there's no question? No. Oh. I was going to ask Broden if he knew who invented it. No. I thought you said, did you have a question before? You said you, a pet you rock. S- you said something. Yeah, you said yeah something about a pet rock, and I said, because I, s- I don't even know that was a thing. Yeah, it was a thing. I can't remember the question. Was. I realize that now. Yeah. Um, Next one. Yeah. Do you want any more information on that? Because I put my guy on it. Yeah, get, pull your guy off. <laughs> <We're good. laughs> pull your guy off. <laughs> call, call your dog. Call your dogs off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. The atomic bomb. Oh man. Mm. If Robert you, J. Oppenheimer. If you movie guy. All right. Would you have known that if the movie hadn't came yeah, out in the last two months, two yeah, years? Yeah, you would have. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I yeah. Uh, Robert J. Oppenheimer. Yep. Would you have known that if uh, <clears throat> Bro didn't just say it four <laughs> seconds ago? Yeah, yeah no. Um, yep. So, uh, born from the urgency of World War II, the 1940s invention remains the grim yardstick for destructive power. Yet it's also a father of nuclear energy. Nuclear. Nuclear. Yeah, that does bother you. Hey, I want to say that you I'm going to say so that your much. wedding one day. What did you say it is? Nuclear. No, you said nuclear. Oh, with a U nuclear. in between the C and the L. A nuclear. Yeah. That bothers you too when people say words the incorrect way. Yeah, but that one specifically, you've caught me on it multiple times over Yeah, because you say but it. I, but I don't know how you could say nucleus. Nucleus. Why don't you say nuclear? Because it's spelled almost the exact same way. No, you just said nuclear. Yeah, I know. I'm... <laughs> No, I'm trying to think didn't. of how I say it though. Nuclear. Yeah. Yeah. You just you don't say is that a word? You don't say nucleus. Is it a different word? You you say nuclear isn't even a word. You say it like there's no e in there. No, I say it like I'm adding a u. Yeah, you're you adding, are. But you, then he's right. You're taking the e out of there. Nuclear. 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 No, it's you're nuclear. saying like n u k u l a r. Nuclear. Father of nuclear energy. Nuclear. N u c l. Shut E-A-R. up and think about it. Nuclear. 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 He's learning. Yeah. Give him a second. No, uh, I understand. I'm not doing the EA to sound at all. No. No, no. you're not. No. Say yeah. say Lear. Lear. I'll say nuke. Nuke. Nuclear. Say nuclear. Nuclear. Perfect. Nuclear. nuclear. There. See? Nuclear. Yeah, nuclear. Better. Nuclear. Yeah. Yeah. There was never a nuclear. There should be. No. I don't know why I said that. I've always said that. I'll probably always say it. Please don't. <laughs> Just throw him broken because yeah. everybody goes nuclear. Our friend would nuclear. prefer you didn't. Nuclear. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, the Slinky. Oh. That's a dumb one. No. Oh, I um, <laughs> uh, Richard J. Uh, it is Richard James. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Richard James watched it. Uh, Torsion Spring Fall. You mean Rick James invented this? <laughs> invented. <laughs> Rick James. Uh, watched a Torsion Spring Fall and decided in 1943 it would be the toy every stare desiring kid. <laughs> the stare kids, desiring the kids, kids. They, they yearn for the stairs. <laughs> Good, beautiful connection. <laughs> we knew it. Of course, we knew it. Just get a room. <laughs> what? He's gonna study me later. <laughs> yeah. Boy, am I! I ever. wouldn't doubt it. Uh, the internet. We talked about that one. Uh, the whoopee cushion. 
I don't have a name for that one. Dang. Uh, classic prank device has been inducing laughter and blushes since the 1920s. So, so we knew underrated. it was funny back then. Yeah. Farting we, has we been funny go even since at least 1920. Yeah, yeah, literally a fart bag they made in their life. Yeah. It was it's so funny fun. they wanted to mimic farts. <laughs> that was probably the pinnacle yeah, of fart. Where does the fart machine yeah. come into play? That was flat. Could you imagine the first humor could cushion? not have been higher? The first one? Yeah, like the first time somebody sat on it, they just went, oh my God. How do you think to make I that? I just movie? farted. Yeah. <laughs> There's a pink bag on my chair. Let's <laughs> <laughs> stand up and look at it. There's a pink bag on my chair. Because I think they farted. I know, I know, I know, I know. I've seen the show. Okay. (laughs) Cool. Um, CRISPR gene editing. As of 2012, cutting DNA with precision is no longer sci-fi. I was thinking genes. (laughs) Genes in your body. It's a reality that could change our genes as easily as editing a Word document. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. And my cousin was just talking to me about that this weekend. Um, Something to do with when you... Uh, you and your wife are going to have a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can get your genes tested to see which traits are recessive and dominant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That way you know which recessive traits you're going to pass on and whatever, blah, blah, blah. And like now they can like switch them out. Yeah. So it's like, ah, it's going to have all 10. How do they switch them? I don't know. It's like Word document. Copy, paste. Command C, Command V. Yeah, but it's not that simple. According to no. this, There's can't a, possibly be <laughs> that no, it's simple, dude. You're uh, talking about the DNA of our bodies, of our yeah, structure. Yeah, they do it in, uh, what is it, in Abu Dhabi or whatever. That really <laughs> rich place in the Middle East. Yeah, you know, uh, They have an members. artificial womb that can hold 30,000 artificial babies. Dang. 30,000. Yeah, and they can edit the genes of them, and that's what he was talking okay, about. So He's wh- like, they how, could like, at in, what they point, can make super soldiers in these things. That's what I, yeah, I was just about to hit that. At what point do we have 30,000 Captain Americas being birthed at exactly. the same time? Probably pretty soon. We got so busy figuring out if we could that we never stopped to think if, if we, we should. should. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we shouldn't. Yeah. We really shouldn't. It's like AI robots, man. They're making these robots that can do everything, shoot guns. It's like, yeah, we can do that. But we like, should, should stop. We do, should we do that? We should stop. Yeah. Yeah. People are just like, yeah, we can do this now. We just figured it out. It's like, cool. Maybe we should have had a Maybe conversation beforehand. Not. I mean, that's the same argument as, like, the AI bot, like the Google bot that became sentient, oh, the yeah. kid. Yeah. Freaky. So freaky. It's like, why are we doing this? Have you uh, really progressing that? Have you heard about so Bunny fun. the Dog? No. You've never heard about Bunny the Dog? No. So, it's this... Uh, the TikTok dog with all the buttons? Yeah. yeah. It's it's, uh, it's a poodle. It's some form of poodle or something. Sheep-a-doodle. Something. Yeah. It's a, very, it's a very intelligent dog, and they basically taught it English so it could be able to communicate with its owner. And it started to become so sentient that it had, like, so it has a big floor of buttons it can press. And it would say, uh, it would say, why dog? And it would stare in the mirror. And, st- and, it would sp- and it would spend And it would spend hours staring in the mirror and say, and hit the buttons, why dog? To the point where they had, they had to put this dog on antidepressants. Because it didn't understand why it was a dog, but capable of communicating with its owner. That's super. Nuts, there super was crazy. one video I saw on that same dog where she was like, I'm home alone with my dog right now. And this is like the clip I just recorded. And the dog pressed the two buttons upstairs. Man, why? And they were home alone. It was just the lady and her dog. Dude, and I like, was like, how do you even do How do you train a fucking dog? 
I can't even get it to shit outside. You don't have a dog. If I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, just a lot of just time. From, yeah. I mean, it's just from the buttons and time alone. It's crazy. That's it. Yeah. But there's like like a hundred at least buttons that they taught this to dog. And yeah. it knows every single one of them. Like, like imagine there's five buttons for basic commands. This dog probably has a hundred buttons it can press. Easily. Maybe probably more. That's the but the fact that it even is able to ask. There's a button that says why. That this dog can be inquisitive to actually ask a question. Like it's actually wondering about shit. Yeah, that's like it's not just having its basic instinctive thoughts. Like I need food. I need water. I need the shit. That is so. It's wondering about its existence. I always (laughs) tell people. I always ask the question: What would you do if your pet came in the room and just looked at you and said? Nobody's ever going to believe you and never said another thing again. Shoot it. Just looked at you said, nobody's ever going to believe you. Boom. Never another English word out of its mouth. I don't know. Would you think you are so fucked up on drugs that you're like, what did I just witness? That's a good question. That's actually I'd a really good question. I'd immediately start questioning what has happened in the last 24 hours to get me to this point. Yeah. Did I get drugged? Am I tripping? Am I dreaming? I would be waiting to wake up. Actually, first yeah. thing I would think is my dog's a skinwalker. Yeah, that too. Yep. Probably shoot it right away. Would yep. you think that right away? Yep. Maybe. You go that deep into thinking it's something weird. Have that is be. weird. You, I think my thought immediately would be like, I got it. This got to be fake somehow. I'd consider that too. It's a t- that's a tough. That's where I was like saying. Imme- like, you would immediately I'd believe, believe it's that a happened. dream. I would believe what? You would immediately believe that is the real and it happened. You wouldn't be in denial at all. Uh, if I'm as conscious and awake as I am right now, yeah, I'm going to say that actually just happened. So I pull a dog out of my pocket and put it on the floor in front of you and it says it. Pocket. If you pull a dog, dog out of your pocket, that'd be my first. What <laughs> say, the hell? How long, is it, how long <laughs> has that been in there? Well, it's the same <laughs> pocket that guy's holding this notebook in. Yeah. Well, okay, then yeah. it's a pretty big pocket. Yeah, no, I'm probably going to shoot the dog and then... Right at you and say you how can you I don't know if you could shoot a dog. I think you're too much of a dog guy. I don't think you could shoot a dog. If it talked to me. <laughs> what if it said something nice? Even worse. <laughs> Even worse. <laughs> then I it's trying to befriend me. Right trying to find my soft me. spot. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta rip those things off like band-aids. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't think I would immediately be like, something's up here. Like I'm being pranked. I'd freak out. I'd think I'm being pranked. I would I'm spend dreaming. the next 14 hours staring at that dog. <laughs> and waiting. You're not going to leave my side. I would say waiting for Liam's it. Liam's going to go, say something. let me study you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Liam would immediately go, I'd like to study you. I think I'll study you now. <laughs> yeah, that'd be crazy, man. I always think, I think about that all the time. Whenever I'm like home alone with my parents' dog or yeah. just me and a dog in a room, I'm like, God, what if you talk right now? I'd be so mad. No one would believe me. Be so mad. Be so mad. But what do you do? Um, all right. The spork. As a fan, hey, shout out, shout out the spork, yeah. KFC haven't, haven't used one in a very long time. It's not KFC gives I never, spork. yeah, I never have a actual reason yeah. for it. Usually, you're within a punch of a camper. I'd say, yeah. Generally, is when I'm around sporks. Yeah. Um, this hybrid utensil patented in 1874. Whoa! Shows that sometimes the simplest inventions remain the most practical. True. Bubble wrap? When do you guys think that was invented? Uh, 19... 
1933. 68. 57. It was uh, invented trying to create a textured wallpaper. They made it on accident. Hmm. And then boom, got bubble wrap. Um, Post-it notes. Spencer Silver's 1968 invention stuck around because no one thought a less sticky adhesive would be handy for notes that stay put just long enough. He's got a sticky note in his pocket. What are you drawing up there? You even got this your is, own little invention. This is Brown's cousin's basement. A diagram of it. Oh, yeah. This is the stairway coming down. Bedroom, bathroom, bedroom, living area, kitchen area. Just a little plan view. These are lights in here. You want to um, look just to map it out to do some lighting electricity stuff? To suggest it, yeah. I can't do it. Oh. Because I'm not insured. So I can't do any side project or help anybody. Okay. But he can take a look. I can look. Yeah. yeah. Maybe give a few pointers. Yeah. Yeah, suggest things. Touch some cords. Maybe. Yeah. I can't do that. Unscrew some eh. face plates. What are they called? Pushing it. Face plates. Outlet covers. Yeah. Outlet covers, yeah. Um, the telephone. Talked about that. 1876. Uh, Velcro. That's one you might know. You know who it is, Brad? No. Invented in 1941 by George de Mestrel. After a hunting trip with his dog, it's a staple for kids' shoes and lazy sneaker fans everywhere. Velcro's sick. Velcro wallets. Is it? I immediately think old Velcro people. wallets. <laughs> I immediately think old people in bowling. No, dude. I think Velcro is pretty cool. Never heard of the... Benny, half of your Vel- stuff no, here Ve- uses yeah. Velcro. I'm not saying Velcro is... I'm thinking like Velcro shoes. Yeah, okay. said Velcro shoes, right? No, Vel- he said Velcro's sick. Oh, Velcro shoes! I immediately thought of that. And that I want to get sick. some Velcro shoes. I think right it fits now. You. It might be time. <laughs> yeah, you're pushing. Should we bring some Velcro back? What would you do if you went on the job site with your steel-toed boots and they were Velcro? Big, big old hog of a strap too. Not like one is just like one giant, like hand size. Yeah, the entire length of my boot coming yeah. up. Probably get. You think people would get say beat that? up? Yeah. Would they say something? You might catch a few. Maybe. Yeah. A few strays. I'd, I'd get beat up, yeah. <laughs> uh, the airplane. The Wright Brothers. Right 1912. Up. 1903. Venture into the skies is a far cry from the private space flights now offered, which would probably make them feel both proud and a bit jealous. Uh, the lava lamp. Ooh. That's got to be pretty close to Woodstock. 70s. 60s, 70s. 1963. Yeah. Uh, yep. Uh, Edward Craven Walker's Edward Craven Walker. Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start going by my middle name, the Walker. Ev- Edward Craven Walker. Who's coming over tonight? Ah, I think Jim, Meredith, and Edward Craven Walker is coming. <laughs> Those three goodness. people. Yeah, you force people. It's one, guy. Yeah, one guy. Yeah, <laughs> one guy. Oh, guy. big group. Nope, actually, just three <laughs> people. One guy. Um, yeah. Uh, groovy invention still mesmerizes with its slow dancing moves. Slow moving dance, symbolizing an era, and proving that some. Do you guys ever have one? Yeah. I did. Yeah, I did. Me too. I thought it was sick. Yeah, mine was cool. Like green and yellow. Yeah, was, uh, mine was purple. I think like purple and black. Yeah, mine was red. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Could you imagine having a groovy lava lamp in like the nineteen seventies, man? Set the mood. Yeah, I feel like you could just really. Your lady sh- comes over you and really you really shake with her. a lava lamp. Yeah. yeah, look what I picked up at the market, baby. <laughs> the market. Got Because that's the only place lamp. you could buy things in nineteen sixty. Yeah. You had to find a market. Just a somewhere. market. Yeah. Um, silly putty. Oh, what a good one! 
Dude, you remember taking silly putty and like putting it on a newspaper? Yep. Peeling it off? Yep. So Wasn't cool. that something that was like accidental too? Yep. Discovered in a lab in 19... 19- it's crazy. They're trying that. to make glue. Just, yep. There you go. Uh, well, kind of. Searching for a rubber substitute. This gooey toy can copy newspaper print and shatter when hit with a hammer. It's a non-Newtonian it fluid. Non-Newtonian fluid. What does that even mean? So it means when you apply a little bit of force to it, it acts like a liquid. But when you apply a lot of force to it, it acts like a solid. I didn't know that, though. So if it's sitting there out of its shell. was a word. Yeah. And this. I think that was on The Giver. This guy. The Giver. You want to be the taker? <laughs> <laughs> Negative. I think. So if I take it out of its little egg that it comes in. At, over a little bit of time, it'll just flatten out. Yeah, but I'm not saying that. I'm saying if you just I take it out of the egg, it? I set it there, and I hammer it. I hit it hard, hard as I can. It breaks. Yeah, because it's gonna it's gonna act like a solid. No fucking like way. The, yeah, the force. <laughs> if you do, it's like chicken breast. If you do uh, take <laughs> cornstarch and water, and you mix it together, like you can slowly put your hand in there, and like it'll submerge. But if you go to punch it, like it's like punching concrete. Cornstarch and water. Yes. Really? Yes. That's awesome. Let's do it. I kind of want do to. Do you Let's have cornstarch here? Uh, maybe. Is it in a yellow box? Yeah. yeah. It's either cornstarch or bacon soda. But I'll punch it as hard as I can right now. <laughs> that happens, really? Yes. I, I. It's cool as hell. I'll Dude, show you guys. I need to get some silly putty. And you need to get it. some cornstarch. Well, we got that. Well, let's Somewhere. Go. Stone's throw. You can't get silly putty at the grocery store. You get cornstarch, though. What if you hit cornstarch and water with a hammer? Oh, what if you throw silly putty at cornstarch? <laughs> the atomic bomb is <laughs> just invented. Robert J. Oppenheimer. That's yeah. where he first got the ideas. He yeah. saw that happen. <laughs> yeah, what does happen there? Boom. When two forces <laughs> collide, two what is that? An immovable forces. object it meets an unstoppable good. force. Ooh. What's that from? I don't know. Superman? No. It's one of the laws of physics. I thought it, no, that's from... Uh, uh, remember it's on uh, Cartoon Network, a little kid in a lab coat, Dexter's Laboratory. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is that what that's from? Maybe. Nope. I don't know. <laughs> I don't <laughs> feel like you're thinking of like Powerpuff Girls. I don't or think something. so. Probably. Yeah, that's sugar right. spice and everything nice. Well, two objects. <laughs> Stoppable force. Yeah. What is not <laughs> What, what do you got, man? <laughs> um, all right. Uh, the camera. Ah. Uh, yeah, that was made in France by, I just said his name. Yeah. We talked last week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Big camera. Jean, Ni- size Jean. of a car. Nine piece or something. Yeah. Yeah. Jean, Jean de la... Uh, the boomerang. Uh, it had to be an Australian guy. <laughs> Do you actually know what it was used for? Uh, throwing at things. Kind of. is an ancient, ancient hunting technique. Yeah. Uh, it's found its place in modern times as a sport and the metaphor for anything that returns, including bad hairstyles. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's used as a sport. I don't think it's used as a sport. Boomerangs are sick. Yeah, there's no like boomerang leagues though. How do you score points? Uh, less steps. Number of catches. Yeah, like if number of catches. Yeah. <laughs> number of times return to your own self. One. I think the um, the least <laughs> amount of steps you have to take to catch it. So really? if you can throw it. And it comes right That'd back good, to where yeah. you're standing. Then you get it's more an accuracy points. game. Yeah. Oh, I like. How that. good is your boomerang? Uh, last one I got on here, Heelys. 
Dang. Never had to have any. My Never parents wouldn't any. let me. My Same parents here. wouldn't let me. Yeah, they thought I'd crack my head open. My cousin, Jeremy Nelson. You guys know Jeremy. Oh, yeah. Him and his brother, Brendan, had Heelys. And I saw him ripping around the living room, ripping around the kitchen, just wheeling back of their feet. Yep. And I could never, ever have them. And I was so pissed. I'd be fuming. Yeah. Pissed me off. I'd tackle them and steal their shoes. Yeah. I wanted them so bad. They got, remember, they got like banned at schools. Hey. Yeah, they did. You know what? Are we not adults? (laughs) Can we not just buy Heelys right now? (laughs) Heelys and City Putty. Silly Putty. Heelys and Silly Putty. Damn. City Putty. Um, it was tough. Dude, yeah. Why have I not bought Heelys yet? Because it would be a complete waste of money. <laughs> Can you imagine you be fun for showing, up to your, yeah, showing up to your job to film something for a client and you're just Heelying around? Let me just go grab this camera. Well, first of all, when you walk with Heelys, click, click, click. It's click. clunky. Yeah. Like, they're going to be like, does that guy have Heelys on? <laughs> <laughs> and then they look at your shoes and the big bold print that says Heelys on the side <laughs> yeah. would confirm all suspicion. I'm holding my camera and I need to get a really smooth shot and I just get a running start and then... But how sick would that be? It would be perfect. Filmed with the new iPhone 16 <laughs> on Heelys. On Heelys. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. really revolutionary, honestly. What size shoe do you guys wear? Maybe we could get one pair and I'll just get like a, a 10. 11. I'm an 11. I could do a 10 and a half. Yeah, I could sneak in. I could do 11 and a half. I, I'm an 11, but I'll do a 10 and a half. Get 11 and we can all play with them. It's not a bad idea. Business experience. This would be really fun. <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, I've never done it before. Can you fit them, Nathan? Nathan, see well, how much like, Heelys cost, first of all. Nathan, what size bucks. is your shoe? 60 bucks? I'm already on it, yeah. What size, I'm is, your, what size, what size is your shoe? 13. Holy 13? shit! I, Are you okay, serious? Okay, Gorilla Grodd. My God. <laughs> you have a 13 foot? Yeah. And you're not in the NBA. <laughs> and you're not on camera doing something. No. Wow. Feet fine. Oh. All went to my feet. Oh. Big toes. <laughs> Apparently. Pass past the... Uh, Big toes on the guy. Midland. Um, that's crazy. So we'll have fun without you, but 20 bucks each deal. For I'm some all Heelys. in. Yeah. I'm all in for that. I could order some Heelys. I in-house shoes <laughs> instead of outside. My new in-house shoes are Heelys. Yeah, you just, you come outside, take off your steel toed boots, pop yep. on some Heelys, rip around the house. Yeah. Yep. I gotta go take a piss. Ripping around the hardwood. That's good. Pissing while you're helium. <laughs> Wow, all I think all of my dreams are about to come true. <laughs> I just got to see if I can even do it. I never yeah. got the chance to try. It's yeah. it's probably the same as like we're all gonna get hurt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so we're all bad. getting we're all gonna get concussions. Uh, we're gonna watch you eat shit, and then Liam's like, "I'm never gonna do that. Actually, I'm not that bad." He has twenty dollars in his head. He's like, "Stuff's in back his pocket. Never mind." Yeah, I'm good. Do you ever? Uh, you had a ripstick, didn't you? Oh, no, I'm a he did on the ripstick. So you have the balance. You understand yeah. how to yeah do. Do this with your feet and stay atop, stay afloat. Yeah, we got a picture of here. You got a Pac Man one, and it kind of goes pretty hard. Those are like a van low top kind of. They still make them though, huh? Yeah, I don't think. At this point, it's got to be some dude in his basement bought Heelys, (laughs) making Heelys. I'll buy it for five grand. They're like, cool. You have the company now. Take it. Yeah, and then they blow back up. Yeah, Yeah. maybe. Well, all right. That's episode 68. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed Inventors and Inventions. Let uh, us know what you think of the new weekly segment. Yeah, this is probably my favorite. I don't give a shit what you guys think. We're fucking doing it. Yeah. yeah. If you think it's shitty, we're going to do it even more and yeah. harder. The whole show is going to turn into just 
impersonation. Improvisations. Yep. Improvisations. Yeah, sure. There we go. Improv all of it. All right. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you guys next week for episode Liam's favorite. Peace out. Sayonara. Go. What the fuck? <laughs> 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 Let me study you. Move. Move. <laughs> no way. We gotta do this now. Oh! <laughs> <laughs>